up, witches? I'm Taylor. And I'm Amber. And this is Waking Waking Up up the Witch. Witch. We're your neighborhood witches, and each week we get together and talk about all things witchy. We're two curious ladies trying to understand the human experience, but while we do that, we think it's important to honor the people that lived here before us and honor the cultures and traditions that we're being inspired by. This podcast is about waking up the witch, which means we are learning and growing every day. That being said, we're always open to feedback on how we can do better. Now, let's go, ghouls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my fucking god. (laughs) I am. Girl, we're so witchy. <laughs> Hi, how are you, Taylor? Oh my gosh. How was your week? How was your birthday? Oh my gosh. This birthday was fucking nearly perfect. Um, I say that, I'll start with the annoying part of my birthday yeah. because I don't want to end on that space, but my poor sweet husband is like, <sighs> he's been having a rough go at work lately. He works so fucking hard all like, the time. Uh, like, almost to the detriment of his relationships. Yeah, it's like, he does, he just, he cares so much. Pours of, his heart and soul into it. About his job, about the company he works for, and about, like, how people feel about yep. him. Mm-hmm. He's really sensitive. I don't think people really get that from him off the bat, because he's one of those that uses comedy to, like mask up his pain and stuff but he is also very in touch with his feelings and emotions and stuff and it's just been kind of hard and he doesn't really take a lot of personal time off like there are there has been a lot of personal shit that's happened this year where he's had to take some time off one of like which getting COVID. I was gonna that's say not even personal one of which, that is literally a pa- global yeah. pandemic that's <laughs> like the like yes it's personal but yeah. like Literally, we all survived a pandemic. Like, can we give ourselves a little bit of grace and kindness? Yeah. Or others? Yeah. So, he had to take off. And we got really sick when we got COVID this summer. Both of us did. And so, he couldn't physically show up at work. However, he worked literally the whole fucking time. Minus, like, one or two days when he was really achy and fevery. I've had COVID. That shit fucking Yeah. It's no fun. I couldn't get out of bed. I thought that I might be having a heart attack and then I needed to go to the hospital. Yeah. It's a scary fucking thing. My body was on fire. Yeah. He was, he was not feeling well the first two days especially, but even when he wasn't feeling great, he fucking worked the whole time. He was on the phone the whole fucking time with people from work doing work shit. So it wasn't actual time off. Yeah. And then he had a lot of personal family stuff that he had to go take care of. Mm-hmm. And Which is normal. Yeah. Even during that, he's literally on his fucking phone working the whole time. Like, he doesn't take time off for himself. Very rarely does he do that. Anytime we go anywhere, even if it is for fun, he's taking phone calls. Yeah. Which is great. But, like, he literally doesn't take personal time. And mm-hmm. he had taken off a couple days of this past week for my two. birthday two in addition to his normal days off that he also works on <laughs> yeah. like when he takes his days off each week he's still working in some capacity mm-hmm. on those days he's gotten a lot better but yeah it, it, there's always something if not five things during his days off that he's like mm-hmm. taking phone calls and doing paperwork or whatever so that he doesn't like come back to it after yeah. his days off he's always working and so he wanted to take just two extra days this week to like make Honor me feel special. My birthday. My birthday that comes but once a year. <laughs> yeah. Mine's twice a year. <laughs> <laughs> so how do I get that? Yeah, sorry for you. <laughs> so on my actual fucking birthday, he gets a he gets bitched out via text message. Mm-hmm. By... We were at like a beautiful winery. It was so <sighs> beautiful and like exciting. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, just like a dump of like you could it tell was it a was a big great cloud. And because... he couldn't be present. Like he was trying so hard to be present. Mm-hmm. I think he did the best he could that day. And like I'm not mad at him for it, obviously. No. Um, it's not his fault. No, it's totally not his fault. It just is like 
fucking fuck. Like, you yeah. work so hard all the fucking time and, like... You I, should be able to have one day off. Yeah, I understand. Like, I understand. I think he understands, too, where the owner was coming from and how it felt like it wasn't the best time, maybe, for him to take off. But it's not like he was leaving town, going, like, getting out of town Your birthday for is a week. Yeah, it was just, like, this literally, I can't, like, change her birthday, dude. No. And then, of course, because of that, he didn't take those days off and fucking worked the rest yeah. of the week. And, like, he he didn't sleep well that night. He was up at 4 o'clock in the morning, just stressed out. Like, what should I be doing? I can't fucking take time off. And then our anniversary is coming up soon, and it's he also was taking two extra days off for that. And now he kind of feels... Like, maybe he can't. <sighs> yeah, so I don't really know. So that was really fucking annoying. So anyways. But you guys went to Chozu? Yes. Yeah, so even still, like, we had already scheduled. There's this place in Ashland called Chozu. It's a bathhouse and, a Japanese like, bath a Japanese bathhouse bath and tea garden. And he booked us, like, the couple's retreat there, which includes an hour in a private pool. And the owner, she's so kooky and lovely. And she's <laughs> like, we were talking to her on the phone booking the the thing the week before. And she's like, you know, if you want to get naked in there, like, I highly <laughs> recommend it. And we could, like, bring you your tea and your snacks in there if you want. And she totally showed up. We're all fucking naked in the tub. And she's like, are you guys okay? Like, can I come in? It's like, well, we're exposed if you're okay with that. And she's like, I'm not looking. And I, I do this all the time. It's fine. She just comes right in. We're like, okay, I don't care. <laughs> Titties out. Like plot twist. She's actually a voyeur. <laughs> just like gets off. On it. Uh, just kidding. Yeah. I didn't, I did definitely didn't get that vibe from her. And she literally was not making eye contact at all. Like looking down She's at like, delivering our face. tea and just looking at the tea and say, okay, I'll come check on you in a little bit. Um, and you got massages. Yeah, we got hour-long massages there. And then they give you, like, a whole bento meal afterwards in their restaurant. And that was really fun. Just, like, a really good little spread that they give you. It had, like, seaweed cucumber salad. There was, like, this mushroom rice thing. It's all vegan and gluten-free, too, yeah. which is really cool. Uh, some pickled radishes. And, gosh, what else? There was dessert. We got mochi. You could have your choice between mochi or matcha. Like it was like this matcha cake, also mm. gluten free. We went with the mochi because we love the mochi. Kurt's obsessed with mochi. So is Mark. He loves it. Uh, I feel like there was more. There, it was like this whole bento plate. It was gigantic. So lots of food, and it it was such a good price and just like a really good time. So e this was the following day after my birthday. So even with like everything that had happened with him with work, where he was just feeling so stressed out and like he had to work he actually did like Unplug. decompress and um, like we had to keep our phones in the locker which was so nice and such a blessing for us because he had no choice but to like be unavailable for that time so I'm like okay we need more little moments like that even if it really is three or four hours a day it's just the the job that he's in right now and he really does love it. He's good at it. He enjoys it. But it is really hard for him to find those little moments of self-care and those moments for himself. So I'm really grateful that he was able to do that for that time. He really seemed relaxed, which is all I really wanted. Like my birthday wish was for my husband to feel Aww. good because I just love him so much and he does so much for us and he fucking deserves that. Oh my God. Anyways, besides, besides <laughs> that point... My birthday was fucking amazing <laughs> and we got all like cute and went out to what we thought was going to be brunch, but we showed up late. Uh, so it turned into lunch. It was still delicious. We had yummy mimosas and then we, so there's this really cool little strip in Ashland off of the main street and there's all these really cool little shops and there's this cool apothecary and we, we almost walked past the shop. But I had never been in it before. And I was and like, I was like, they have a bunch of like Oracle decks and stuff and like cool candles we should go yeah, in. Yeah, I was like, let's check that out. So we went into the shop and it's really cute. And they have some like lots of local artist stuff, mm -hmm. like artwork on the wall. I've got a lot of like witch books from yeah, there. Yeah, she had said that it's the, it's the place in 
um, Ashlyn that has the tallest ceilings. Mm-hmm. And so they intentionally put the artwork up high and she's like, look up because there's so much other stuff to see. And we use up the space wisely, which I thought was really cool. It's cute. So we go in the shop and there happened to be a tarot reader there that day. And so because it was my birthday, of course, we had to get our cards read. And we go upstairs, which is where um, they were holding the tarot reader, which we're going to connect with her and chat with her. She was lovely. Her name was Cami. You can find her online at camireadsenergy.com. That's her website. I'm sure she has any socials linked if she She uses them. She was so lovely and sweet and like really tuned in yeah. like she she did a really great job I, at first i was like she when she was staring at the cards i was like oh no and then uh, she just you could tell all this information just downloaded yeah. into her and then she was like so intentional with it and then she just yeah. started spewing and i was like whoa yeah oh here we go yeah i loved my reading with her so both taylor and i and mark got a little tarot reading from her which was lovely and my reading it was so Incredible. fucking good, and it's really fascinating because just the day before, we had recorded with Danielle, mm-hmm. uh, which, if you're listening in order, she was the episode before this one, and a lot of what my tarot reading was with Cami was a lot of what Danielle had said about my personal birth chart and what's happening right now in my world, a lot of like big things happening, a lot of good things happening, abundance, the shoe's not going to drop, like literally mm-hmm. a lot of the same verbiage that Danielle had mentioned. It was the same. It was like the same exact reading. And she was like, I'm so excited for you. Like we asked for like the year ahead since it was our birthday. We wanted to just like, what does this next year have in store for us? And it was, I mean, it always feels good too when you get like a positive Mm -hmm. reading, of course. Yeah, I was like, ooh, I can't wait for mine. And then she read mine. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, your reading wasn't bad at all, but it was a little more intense. (laughs) Mine was very light and airy. Well, it's like when you read for somebody and then they're like, they got all the good stuff, and the next person's like, oh my God, my turn. And then you're like, your whole family's going to (laughs) die. And like you're gonna get fired and your car's gonna explode and they're like and you read it in front of people because they're like we're, you're at a party or something and yeah. everyone's like do me do me yeah. and then you're like oh yeah. sorry this is kind of awkward and a uh, side note Taylor's family's not gonna die and her car's not gonna explode and that was not at all what she said no. but it was much <laughs> heavier and darker where I'm sure it felt like that kind of energy I still don't know what the fuck she was trying to say. <laughs> Your reading was really great. All the things that I have been calling in are going to come to fruition, mm-hmm. but there might be something tumultuous that happens mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. involving someone else that leads to my abundance or something. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like you have to go through something first for all of all of these things that you've been working really hard towards for before that can bloom so, and come to fruition. Like something weird. is kind of going to happen first. You have well, to go I through some shit. I kind of feel like right now I'm going through this test mm-hmm. from the universe. Like I've been calling in all this stuff and like everyone's telling me it's going to happen. And like I'm at the part where it's like I'm at this wall. Like I'm going into this like I'm not at a place where I envision myself and I almost feel like I'm at this like swell or like this, Mm -hmm. this test where they're like, can you handle it without not trusting the process or like, Mm. can you handle this without starting to spiral? Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's what that meant. Yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be, it, I don't think it necessarily has to be anything super specific or where you're like, okay, that's the thing that I've been I'm waiting being for. I'm called to trust right now <laughs> totally. and surrender and it's really fucking hard for me and I think this is <laughs> yeah. the first time I'm allowing things without starting to 
fucking swirl the You're drain. surrendering more right now instead of just like getting caught up in I the also bullshit can't of it all. risk questioning things because I feel like if I start doing that, then I'm going to get stuck yeah. in that spot. Yeah. So like if I start questioning the intentions of the universe, then I'm going to get stuck in the pattern that it's trying to show me when that's not what's meant for me right now. Totally. I'm meant for what comes past this. And yeah. so I just have to say, mm. bitch, no, right now. I see you. I hear you. I know this is a part of my, like, lesson. But, like, we're not doing this. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Well, I think you also, you take a Did moment. I just figure out what <laughs> There you go. I didn't know. But, like, I think now I no, know. No, it's totally true. Like, I think you do take a moment to acknowledge whatever's happening whatever's going on you take a moment to feel it but it, you're not like giving it this big space like maybe you had in the past so you're not bypassing it either you're like feeling your feelings or whatever I'm trying is to maybe existing kind of bypass it we're not doing this is what i'm telling you yeah but i'm like i see you but we're not doing this let's I'm fucking you the benefit move on of the doubt. no <laughs> No. As your friend, I am seeing you still like Maybe that's not bypassing, but I am trying You're not to, feeding it. Is, I'm not it's feeding a difference. It. Like you're like this is making me feel this way and this sucks and I'm just gonna like feel it for a second, but I'm not gonna like give it this much right. energy like I, I see had before. You. Yeah. I hear you. Kindly totally. fuck off. And I think that's probably what she was saying more of like something's going to happen and like you are like it was a big transformational theme of your reading which i keep getting death and rebirth and that's what danielle um, was saying about i you keep too. getting like the phoenix rising from the ashes yes. i have never seen that imagery or that much uh, like just of that phrase mm -hmm. being used ever in my entire life and that came as like, it has been in my in reiki, your reiki session. session that was a card that we pulled for you and it felt so on point like after doing the reiki like you really are stepping into this whole other version of yourself and, and you just are that aligning me deeper. my chills mm -hmm. like that when you said it i was like i feel that yeah and i also feel yeah it's also interesting because i don't always really remember like specific things from uh doing sessions with people but that always sticks in my mind even people that i hang out with regularly or talk to regularly like but that's something that i always i see yeah. you as and again, you are Scorpio. So like <laughs> the Phoenix is kind of, a, I think, a symbolism of Scorpio because Scorpio is very like death and rebirth. And that is what the Phoenix is. So. And that is a theme in my life. Yeah. Like regularly. Yeah. Like you got to burn it down to rebuild it into something I'm even better. So and you're like, give me the, the matches. Ground. Come on. Like, <laughs> honestly, sometimes it's hard for me not to just dump the gasoline yeah, totally, on a situation totally. and throw the theoretical match yeah. and be like, let's go. Totally. Let's start over. <laughs> so yeah, so our readings were really powerful. My husband's reading was also really good and yeah. and had to do with work and it was very bright and airy yeah. and lovely. So hopefully that'll carry him and you know through eclipse. everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that we went to this we went to a couple of wineries and it was really lovely. I had three desserts that day. She did. It was they're all great. So good. And then we came back to my house and like everyone <laughs> that I know in Southern Oregon <laughs> that I love and like want to be around was here in my house. And we played the funniest game. It's called Telephone Pictionary. It is so fun. It's like the combination of the two and it's fucking hilarious. It's hilarious. It's and yeah, it's it's always different and creates all the games. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, like I just remember laughing where I couldn't even fucking see out my eyeballs because mm -hmm. it was so much fun. I got her to twerk upside down on the wall. I did. So I whole butt. Uh yeah, it was it was such a good birthday. Like I was so happy to share that with you and spend the time with you that day and our friend Melissa and my neighbors who are just wonderful. Loved. Like they're so fun. So yeah, it was it was great. That was like the highlight and then yeah, we'll talk more about the fun weekend, but yeah. how was your how was your week? Good. I did your birthday <laughs> and my reading. So after my like astrological kind of quick overview with Danielle, I feel like I was ready to hear the same thing from the tarot reader, but it was 
Same, same, but different. Mm-hmm. They're just like more detail. Are well, we gonna pour one out for Curtis? Some more wine? Yeah, yeah. So uh, Taylor's husband, <laughs> Curtis. Loved the sound like, of our how wine. How did you pour? get such a professional sounding pour? I was like, <laughs> literally, we're pouring wine. <laughs> Just a fun little thing. We had to um, refill our wine. This is our wine down witchy Wednesday. Oh, welcome. Or, it's not Wednesday though. It will be when this comes. Oh, out. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wine down witchy Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so I spent the rest of the week stressing out about things that don't exist. <laughs> Before my little girls' night in that I was going to throw Aww, on I Saturday. I didn't mean to laugh so hard. I, I mean, <laughs> today my best friend was like, how do you feel about coming into town? I'm like, I'm stressed. And she said, why? I said, oh, things that don't exist <laughs> and aren't real. And she said, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Literally no actual reason. Aww. But I cleaned the crap out of my house and I was like preparing for this party. And then it was actually super low key. I like any excuse to dress the fuck up and just feel so cute and pretty. So fun. We wore like ball gowns and like. I felt like fucking Jessica Rabbit in that dress. I wore a dress that Taylor had that she was like, she kept telling me, you need to wear this. You need to wear this. And I don't have the titties for it. I do. (laughs) And I filled it out perfectly, which I don't always feel that way about myself. So good call of just like seeing something and being like, I see my friend in this. So, that party was fun. I know we're all laughing and giggling now, but my day to day did start off a little not how I expected Sorry. it and kind of bleak. First of all, I was trying to sleep in and my dogs were acting a little crazy. Mm-hmm. And then I went downstairs and so we have like a rescue dog and he's like sometimes really acclimated, I think, and he's fine. Mm-hmm. And then he. I can't get him to go outside now in the cold. I sat outside with him for 30 minutes. (laughs) It wasn't even raining this morning. It was just cold. cold. But he was outside, so I don't really understand why he couldn't go to the bathroom. Like, we were (laughs) out there. I had treats in my hand. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) And then um, he, like, came in, and I was making breakfast, and then he just squatted and peed right on my couch. On the couch again? Yep. And then my best friend texted me that there was an active shooter inside of the Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in St. Louis. Mm. I have some friends that went to that high school, and... Mm. um, you know, it's always fucked up when that happens, but whenever it's in your own community, it makes it really real. It's literally close to home. I mean, I have yeah. some friends that live like less than a mile from there, yeah. and I have some, I, my best friend knows a lady that teaches at the next school over. They're like, that uh, school's on a corner, and there's another one, and she's like, yeah, it's cool that they're like glorifying the law enforcement that got in between it or whatever but also like us teachers did not sign up to risk our lives every day for twenty thousand fucking dollars yeah even if they were being paid it still doesn't no it doesn't make it we're gonna run out of teachers like nobody nobody's gonna want to teach anymore when they're not being paid shit they have to provide their own supplies and they literally are at the risk of being fucking murdered every single day and so that was really hard. I showed up for my massage and she wasn't there. Aww. And I was like, okay, this will get my head right. Aww. And then I was just like sitting in my car while it was raining and Leslie Jordan died. And I was yeah. not uh, expecting that either. What a cute little blessing of a man. I know. Oh, I just like felt to him like come right <sighs> here, like little chills on my shoulder. He is such an angel and such a joy to this world Mm -hmm. fucking hilarious and so cute and just like totally himself (laughs) and he is an older man so like when you expect people who are older he's not that old he was like 67 yeah that's not it's not that old i totally agree but i thought he was old he's he's an older man so when people pass away health you think health issues and Mm -hmm. he tragically died in a car accident so it's like you could die at any time at any moment from for any reason death is 
the only thing that's guaranteed in this Thank fucking you. life. Yeah. But it doesn't make it easier for no. the people that are still here. Yeah. Um, so I just want to take a moment to honor the teacher that lost her life today yeah. um, at the Central, I think it's Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. And then a 16-year-old girl that also lost her life today. So awful. And then Leslie Jordan. So maybe we could take a moment. Yeah, let's take a little moment. We didn't take our grounding breath at the beginning of this episode like so we usually do. So how about we just we just take a moment together right now to like be grateful for the day that we have yeah. right now, that we're alive right now for the journey we've been on. This human experience. And this human experience. Exactly. Let's just take a little grounding breath to have gratitude for being alive in this moment right now. And for the life that we get to live and sending pulsating love to those who have died today and for the families who are affected by the losses that they've experienced Mm -hmm. today. So take a breath in and release. Let's take one more breath. release I'm so grateful to be alive right now for the life that I've been able to live I'm so grateful to feel the full range of human emotions that we feel every day Mm -hmm. the highs and the lows Mm -hmm. I am grateful for this meet Zach human body that I get to that gets to carry me mm-hmm. through this life and I just want to honor those that are no longer with this with us whether that be today or any days in the past or future should we tell some ghost stories wow what a segue <laughs> Oh, shit. Okay. So we shouted out on our Instagram this last week, calling in for some ghosty or spooky stories. Uh, When we're recording this, this is about a week before. It's exactly a week before Halloween. So this will be landing after Halloween on the second day of Dia de los Muertos which translates to Day of the Dead. This is celebrated. It's the loss of deceased families finding their way home and providing them with what they need for their journey. Yeah, and this is this is something that's highly celebrated in more Spanish communities. So we don't want to appropriate, appropriate this celebration, but we did want to mention honor. it and honor it. So with that being said, we did get a few ghosty stories, which we're really excited to share with you. I personally would love to do this more often. So if you have spooky stories or ghosty stories or witchy stories or any of that, uh, please email them wakingupthewitch at gmail.com because I think this will be a fun little segment. We want to take time off from interviewing people to like be together and share in whatever magic we come if up with in the future. And can't this is... tell. We have a lot to chat about with each other. <laughs> yeah. And somebody gave us a microphone. <laughs> we gave each other a microphone. We're asking for inquiries. I want, like, advice column stuff. Yeah, we would love, like, if you have questions about being a witch or Honestly, I don't care anything. anything. Relationship, life, yeah. family, whatever. I have no qualifications whatsoever, but I will answer your question. <laughs> we would just love to connect with you guys. I think ultimately <laughs> is like what we're craving to bring into this podcast. And yeah. so please email us. Let us read your emails. Let us share your emails. We could keep you anonymous, yep. of course. That's uh, not the point of reading them, but just yeah. 
kind of bringing in we, our community. This whole podcast is about storytelling. Mm-hmm. And so when you share your story and we can either just share it or give feedback, that is exactly what we're doing. We are giving a platform for other spiritual beings and like human beings to share their stories. So I think that that's how we're going to do it. And this you- podcast did not start as a storytelling situation yeah. but it has turned into that and i it's very clear that. it's very clear that that's like a route that we're going and something that we've realized within ourselves as well as people we talk with either on this podcast or off the podcast is like we as humans judge ourselves we judge our stories and we don't think we have anything to offer and literally you existing on this planet, you are impacting other people, even if you think it's very subtle, or you don't think it's that big of a deal, like your stories, your life has an impact on other people. And so anything that you have to share, yeah, it really like your story could impact somebody else. Like we want to know your waking up story, you the listener, email us, your story of like waking up inside and becoming more spiritual, whether you identify as a witch or not, it really helps other people find meaning, I think, in their own stories too. Permission. Exactly. Email us anything that you think we would want to know about. So thank you to those who did write in to us. We have a couple fun ghosty stories. The first two are really special because it is a brother and sister duo. One of which, of course, you and the heard. stories related. Yeah, they're they're like the their story. It's like the same story from their personal perspectives. I fucking love which that, which is really cool. And we've talked about him a couple of times now, but Joey, uh, my lovely darling Joey, he's told me his story several. I've heard him tell it so many times, and it's it always gives me crazy chills. So. We, he's told me from his perspective in his sister's room the story. And so we had also his sister write in to tell her story. So we want to start with her perspective and then we'll read Joey's story as well. Uh, we are very much going to butcher some of yeah, these words that's what I was about because to say. this is um, in Germany. And so they did include their uh, location sorry germany feel free to correct us we tried to google it i couldn't we did we spent some time on google trying to get uh whatever happened to that by the way google Google translate why are you not telling me how to say it out loud i thought you did that at one point let's try that (laughs) okay so during that little break we realized that we have google translate on taylor's phone and so we got a little Google machine reading it to us. So we're just going to insert her telling okay. us what the word is as she's reading it. So enjoy that little giggle. Ready? <laughs> All right. Tell us Tracy's story. In Germany, before I was married, I stayed on... Fliegerstrasse. And <laughs> what they called the maid's corner as my bedroom. I very clearly heard footsteps stomping angrily in the hallway and then a very violent, rapid tugging on my door. No one was there. I opened the door and stepped by the stairs expecting to see someone. There was no one and no evidence that anyone was around. Every night in this room, I would feel the presence of a woman sit at the foot of my bed. I feel like she was a nurse since the maid's corner was converted into French barracks during World War II. This was another place I lived that I could tell a bunch of stories about. Tracy, send us all your stories, please, because I feel like you have a lot. So that was Tracy's... uh, Like a prequel. Yeah, that was Tracy's encounter uh, in this space. So now I'm going to read you Joey's encounter in the same exact space, which is really fun. Hey ladies, first of all, your podcast has been very entertaining and informative to listen to so far, and I'm so excited for all the things you ladies have in store for the future. Aw, Joey! Joey! (laughs) Thank you, I love you, and thanks for being just one of my best cheerleaders. Me too. Love you. Here's a ghost story for you that took place in Kaiserslautern, Germany. Again, sorry if I butcher that. My family lived in what used to be French army barracks during World War II that was later converted into residential housing. 
The first two floors were apartments, and the third floor, which used to be the maids' quarters during the war, was comprised of several rooms down a long hallway, and these rooms were distributed among the apartment units for additional storage rooms or whatever, but my family was so large that we used them as bedrooms. So that's where my oldest sister, Tracy's room was. When she got married and moved out, I moved into that room. And that's when I started experiencing very regular nightly ghostly incidents. Items would be misplaced, come up missing, and later turn up. I would hear women's voices talking to each other in the hallway. This was an old building, so it's impossible to walk down this hallway without the floorboards creaking underneath you. The voices would pass my door, but the floorboards never made a sound. I checked to see who was out there the first few times it happened. Of course there was no one. But this happened so frequently that after a little while, I stopped worrying about it. Since moving into this room, pretty much every night, I felt someone sit at the foot of my ah! bed. Holy shit, <laughs> Tracy had someone sitting, yeah. right? She explained that. I could feel the bed dip in, nope. but there was no one there. Holy fuck. I felt like it was someone, a woman, watching over me, protecting me, a warm, nurturing presence. I never felt in danger. Until one night, I had a cold, ominous feeling wash over me that made my hair on my arms stand up, like that anticipation you feel when someone who's super mad at you gets home, but they haven't made it inside yet. Ooh. Creepy description. I hate that. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but... It's such an awful feeling. My bedroom door began to shake violently, as if someone was trying to force their way in. It was rattling my entire room. I saw the door handle shifting, mm -hmm. but it was locked. Mm -hmm. I stood there paralyzed in fear until it finally stopped. I listened for a minute after and finally muttered, Who's there? No response. So I slowly unlocked and opened my door to find no sign of anyone. No floorboards cracked. No possibility of it being just the wind. That was the one and only time I felt that presence. But it was the last time I thought about it. Love, Joey D. Hell to the gnaw. <laughs> Joey, thank you so much for all the descriptions. I really felt deep in your story. Yeah, beautiful story. A bit fucking yeah. creepy. Super creepy, but we fucking love that here on Waking Up the Witch. Okay, so I asked my mother-in-law if she had any ghost stories because I know she fucking does. I think that that family has lived, like my husband and his mom and sister have lived amongst spirits for a long time. So I haven't read this story yet, so bear with me as I read it. I have literally no idea what it's going to say. Says story. <laughs> story comma. Cute mom. So most of my childhood, I felt like I had someone there that was watching over me or trying to in small ways. My stepfather was really abusive and one night I ran out of the house while he chased me. We lived in the woods and it was nighttime so I was having a hard time navigating but scared to death he was going to catch me. Hmm. I had no source of light. At one point, as I heard him get closer, a tree trunk started shimmering. And as I went to it, I felt the need to look up and something told me to hide. A slight breeze moved some leaves, which revealed that the tree consisted of the perfect branch halfway up that curved perfectly that you could sit or lie down in mm. and not to be in jeopardy of falling. I climbed that tree and settled in while he walked by and stayed in that spot until he left for work. While I slept in the tree, I could swear a hand was stroking my hair, telling me that I was safe. Aww. Oh my god, Aww. I have full body chills. Wow. Holy shit. I'm gonna cry. I spent so much time hiding in that tree during my childhood that not once did he know I was there. Mm. Safety. As I grew to a teenager, my mom divorced that man and started a relationship with someone else. We eventually moved in with him, and he was also crazy and didn't seem to like us much. But as I was older than my siblings, he tended to leave me alone. It was hard for me to not help my siblings when he was mean to them. I would lay in bed and cry and that I would still get that stroking in my hair and back telling me that I was going to be okay. 
As I got into high school, I started buying my own clothes and bought a skirt that I fell in love with, but was told by my new father figure in my life that I looked whorish and was not allowed to wear it. Well, at that time, I put my foot down and decided in my mind I was going to wear it anyways and he could just suck it. (laughs) That night, before I decided to wear it, someone kept whispering to not wear that skirt as it wasn't safe. And again, stroking my hair and cheeks, I swore I was still going to do it. The next morning, the skirt was gone from my closet, and I tore the house apart looking for it with no avail. I have have so goosebumps. My eyes are full of water. Holy shit. I figured he found it and destroyed it, so I never mentioned it. The day I decided to leave the home, I packed and took some of my belongings to the car to move. As I said my goodbyes, I went to take one last look around, and the skirt was laying on my bed. As I picked it up, my cheek was caressed again, and I heard a faint whisper of, It's safe now. Oh. Whoa. Whoa! Just a couple instances, as there are quite a few more, but this one sticks most in my mind. Holy shit! Oh, I want to cry. Me That's, too. Like she like has this guardian angel who's been looking after her for so long, going through these tumultuous situations growing up growing up so hard already and then throwing a shitty stepdad fucking been there not fun oh thank you for sharing (laughs) thank you so much for that email that's really powerful beautiful spooky but also like so heartwarming yeah i had no idea wow holy shit that's intense yeah and beautiful i love that email too we want more of your stories Thank you, wow. Tracy and Joey and Tanya and Tanya for sending in your emails to us. We have a couple of others, you. but we're gonna save them for another time yeah. because we love this. Yeah, that was super fun. And we just kinda wanna like take a week where we're just kinda embracing each other and ourselves and like connecting with you guys in this way. So send them on over. I'm not gonna lie my day started off as shit and I feel like I'm buzzing yeah I feel so grateful I feel so happy I feel realigned Mm, perfect so last week's episode we kind of hinted at doing an episode on all things the moon mama moon yeah since but, then, we've gotten yeah. so much more information, though, too. So I think we want to do a full episode on that and not just with the time we have left. Yeah. So we're going to actually save that and just kind of do a call out reminder mm-hmm. to continue to send us any questions you have about the moon, whether it's like how it affects you. Why is everyone, why does it seem like everyone's crazy during a full moon or how to have ritual with mm-hmm. the moon? Like whatever your questions are, whatever you want to know. Cycle, period. Yeah, anything. we're going to, like we have a lot of Plants. ideas and things we want to talk about in regards to the moon. So we're going to hit a lot of topics with that. So we actually just want to kind of like sit on that a little bit longer and um, do an entire episode about that. Hey, Amber. Hi. Can I ask you a question? Okay. What's something you do for your inner child? Uh, the inner child work has been something that I have been told time and time again over the past year and a half or so to, I, I don't want to say work on because <laughs> that kind of sounds like you need to do this and that's and not it's supposed to be how playing. it's been told. Yeah, yeah, that's not how it's been told to me, but that it would be of great value to me to tap into my inner child and do inner, inner child healing and work. Something I'm very attracted to and interested in and want to do and have been kind of trying to figure out like how to do that and hanging out with my friend Julia, her her episode will land the one after this, it's gonna, it's gonna be so You'll great. You'll know. <laughs> You'll know when it happens. But she, I hung out with her this summer, and she has this very special tool for her inner child, and it really inspired me. Like, how can we connect to our inner child? How can we embody that more regularly? And it's literally like 
building forts and getting dirty. Both of our husbands <laughs> bought us roller skates and rollerblades. Yeah, our for our birthdays, like. Which is something I used to do so much as a kid. Like, I used to rollerblade all the time, literally every single weekend. Unless I was grounded for whatever reason. We, me and my friends, we used to go to our local roller rink in Albuquerque when I was growing up. It's called Roller King. So, yeah, rollerblading was, like, a huge part of my childhood. We used to go to the roller rink. Me and my sister would, like roll around our neighborhood until the lights came on at night. My husband bought me some rollerblades and I put them on in my kitchen the other day and I actually still kind of got it. Yeah, I think you did <laughs> I was like a little wobbly and it was a little scary because it's literally been probably 20 years, I think, since I've That's rolled what I around. Said when I put them on. I was like 15 to 20. Yeah, it's been a really long time. So yeah, so I'm really excited. That's going to be like my new little inner child healing yeah. thing. I just got to get some pads because I did test them out outside because I really wanted to and just rolling down my little walkway. I was like, oh, I don't got it. No, but no, no, no. Fortunately, no. I had like a pad of uh, like a grassy knoll that I could step on Someone else's car. Yeah. yeah. I'm super grateful that for my past few birthdays, my husband has bought me all kinds of things for my inner child because some of them are kind of expensive and it's stuff that like I'm not going to buy myself and Mm -hmm. so it's really nice when it's a gift like when I was in high school probably around like 16 I started doing like performance hula hoop dancing oh and I remember I didn't want to participate in PE so the PE (laughs) teacher let me practice my hula hoop every day as long as I did a performance for my final so I like put I I borrowed the school laptop and I watched YouTube videos every day for gym and I would practice for like the hour that it was and then I literally put on like an excision like (laughs) dubstep fucking song and I did a performance in front of the whole school oh my god I never knew that how fun and it was really good and so I like know it I mean it was real I I feel like I'm more of a flow artist Mm -hmm. and so I just was like going with the music seven eight no but I like (laughs) threw that shit up in the air and caught it and was flipping it around my legs and stuff like I was really good I think at hula hooping and so it's something that I started I think we've talked about this but whenever I started hanging out with the cool kids they were like that's fucking lame so I stopped doing it but it's something that feels so good to my heart and like they say the benefits of hula hooping Mm. are just as good as like yoga the tapping on your body is yeah. really good and then just like the flowing and with your spine and everything and so it's something that like makes my heart really happy I'm also like a dancing person I'm a mm-hmm. dancer and mm-hmm. so it kind of feels like dancing and so Kurt bought me a new light up hula hoop for my birthday last year and then this year skates and I'm just really oh grateful my gosh. for go Kurt good job hell yeah but I'm just grateful for those like little reminders to just like not take things so seriously and just play it really does light up your soul and bring you so much joy to do those things that you used to do as a kid that made you happy and doing that inner child work is just so important because we as adults do get caught up in like our daily stresses. I think letting so I think that people my opinion is people that don't let their inner child kind of not act out but release that are people that were shamed as a child and afraid of feeling their feelings and so they're afraid to be playful and they think that that's weird and gross and like embarrassing but it's like they were never allowed to be children as children yeah and so Mm. they're like holding all that in I had a client the other day she is so fucking smart she's a I don't know, some kind of doctor. And she was talking about all of it. And we were talking about microdosing and all that stuff. And I was like, I feel like you'd benefit from that because you need a more playful side of yourself. Like you, and she has kids now and she doesn't want to be the same parent that she was for her children. So she's got to just be more playful. Totally. And that's fascinating too, that you're talking about like psychedelics 
and how that could bring out some playful energy in you. Like I remember when I first started enjoying mushrooms, the second time I ever did it, I had a really bad trip. It was really insane, really hard. By the end of it, I was like, okay, that happened for a reason. And then later I had another journey where I connected with that energy and like had gratitude for the trip that I had. Anyways, I was talking to my dad who I knew I could safely talk to about this kind of stuff because I grew up with someone who did drugs openly. I don't think he ever did mushrooms in front of me. He used to smoke pot in front of me all the time. But I knew that I could openly talk to him about these things without judgment. And I had told him, like, I had this really bad trip and... He gave me some really good advice that I still think about. And like when you, this is just kind of a side note, but also inner child stuff. If you find yourself kind of falling into that uncomfortable place while tripping to do something childlike was the advice he gave me. He's like, break out Candyland, do something simple that Mm -hmm. your brain doesn't have to like think about too hard or that's just Fun and childlike. And so, like, I've always kept coloring books around and stuff where you're, like, just being able to be free. playful distraction. Exactly. And so that can also be used in your regular life, not just, you know, consuming plant medicine, but also, like, your daily life. If you're feeling so stressed out or scared or worried, do something childlike. Do something that helps you to connect with your inner child because – it really is going to help you to pull out of that mindset of that stressful place. It is a release for you to connect back into your wow. playful That's nature. That's such good advice. Yeah. And I mean, that is probably like the best advice he's ever given me that was that doesn't just pertain to like enjoying plant medicine, but also just like regular life, something that I carry with me. Like if you are in that place of like, I don't know what the fuck to do and I'm scared and I'm worried, like do something playful. And it, it, it really is great advice. I love that. I love that too. Do you think we should read a couple of these self-care things before we let everybody go? Yeah. So this episode, we really wanted to kind of touch on on self-care and inner child work. And so we wanted to share that with you and how we I are embracing ours. To these three, but I really mm. want to do this one. Oh, that's perfect. So I have this self-care or spell work for self-care book. 40 spells to soothe the spirit. And we will post this in our episode post so you can find it there. It's a really great book and just like some simple little witchy things to do uh, that pertain to self-care. So we thought it would be fun to break out this book and just kind of do like an intuitive flip through and see what we landed on. So Taylor... This one resonates so hard. Yeah, she was flipping through and this is a beautiful little thing. So here's our little witchy self-care ritual for you spell work ritual same same so this one is called release fear it says releasing old fears is a crucial step to personal growth and empowerment use this spell to empower yourself to move forward and then it's highlighted says the timing so this is the best time to do this work the day of the week would be saturday during the lunar phase of the waning moon So either of these times will be great. They don't have to be a Saturday and a waning moon, but these would be great. The most appropriate times to do this spell work, according to this book. Tools you will need, a slip of paper and a pen, a small cauldron or a bowl for burning things. Remember to burn safely, matches or a lighter, and a small trowel. What the fuck's a trowel? I don't know. (laughs) Do they mean towel? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, like a tiny shovel. <laughs> See, we witches here are still waking up. <laughs> Apparently we need to know the word trowel. <laughs> yeah. I'll screenshot it. I'm assuming this is, we're going to dig a little hole to bury whatever you're burning. That's my assumption. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it says... Do the spell outside somewhere that you can safely burn and bury the paper. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Write down what you fear. It might be a fear of failure, of public speaking, or being different from others. 
put the paper in your cauldron and burn it, saying, I burn this fear to be released. Banish this so I am free. Hell yeah. I'm going to read that one more time for you. I burn this fear to be released. Banish this so I am free. Bury the ashes of your fear and walk away without looking back. I love that. I love that too. That is, it's small, easy, practical, and it gives you a moment to connect in with yourself and really acknowledge what it is that you are worried about, what you're fearing, and to be able to release and let go of that. I think self-care is such a big part of being a witch for me personally. I... I call myself a self-care witch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's so important in the world that we live in. We aren't really taught to take care of ourselves, especially as women. Like we are raised by other women who have been raised by other women who have always been the nurturers, the givers, the caretakers. And like my mom never took great care of herself growing up like I think I'm attracted to being a witch and spirituality and all of that because I think it's a part of my health and wealth and spiritual like I think it's a part of growing I think it's part of taking care of yourself and like I'm attracted to all those things all the time and so it just fits in Mm -hmm. I guess yeah being a witch is Taking care of yourself, I think. Which is such bullshit. You should just take care of your fucking (laughs) self. But nobody does. Like, we live in this... I hate talking like this and stuff, but I'm just going to say, like, we live in a society where we just are programmed to survive and... And I'm guilty of it, too. Mm -hmm. I dissociate all the fucking time just Mm -hmm. sitting, watching Love is Blind. I love it, though. Oh, yes. And, like, all these other things (laughs) just to, like, not feel anything. Yeah. Um, And so a part of being a witch is just feeling it all. It's literally. Feeling everything. Turning everything off and connecting with yourself. It's hard as fuck to do. It's so hard. It's so hard Our to do. Our brains I think are that's like a part going, of going, 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 going all the time. My struggle of like tapping in is just turning off my, my monkey mind yeah. and tapping into whatever the fuck I need to hear. And so... Um, yeah, it's all a journey and just be patient with yourself. So we're going to do our final. Oh, I just said what to do. Don't mind the barks. We are literally doing this for my house right now. And I have a barky dog. And if that's your feedback for our episode, we're so sorry. It will change. And also, we already know. (laughs) And we already know. But hey, we are living. We're very real. And so I also don't really care. Because this is my life. I have the most loyal, loving creature of a dog who is my soul. And she just wants to protect me in my home. So bark away, Zoe Ann. Bark away. (laughs) So as we were saying, um, our card pull today, we are pulling from the sacred self-care rituals. So this is created by Goddess Provisions which is an amazing company that does like monthly boxes and all sorts of other stuff. This is their original sacred self-care deck. And we're just going to pull three different cards. We already have two that have flipped out to give you some like self-care ideas, some self-care rituals that you can maybe do this week. Choose one or all three or none at all, whatever you want. This is for you if you want it. I love this deck because it just like we think of self-care as like bubble baths and pedicures sometimes in our society. And it really is so much more than that. It as we were saying, it is like shutting out everything (laughs) else and doing something with yourself. And it could look different in so many different ways. So. Okay. 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 Yeah. So highly recommend all of them if you find yourself having the capacity to do all three and if not just choose one like we really want to promote self-care and self-love on this podcast whenever possible 
You should do all three. I think you can. Yeah, that's totally possible. Whether it's this week or this month, like definitely within this month, you can do all three. So the first one that like literally all of them fell out, but the first one that fell out was to make a vision board. I think this is such a powerful manifestation tool because we all have desires and dreams and things that we want to do with our lives and what we see for our future. And sometimes we can't totally visualize that because again, the monkey mind, like so much is going on. So to take time, like you can old school it and get out your magazines and cut out the words or letters or pictures that you resonate you with. Pinterest board. You can make a Pinterest board, like just literally just doing a mood board on Pinterest and just finding things that you like. So it's something digital that you have with you all the time you can look at. If you use Canva, this is a great place to also create a vision board, whatever medium that works for you. Something that's going to inspire you that you can look back on and and dream whatever the fuck you want to call into your life right now. And you can choose any time frame that you're hoping. It could be like throughout your whole life, this is what I'm vibing on right now and what I really want to dream about or think and bring in. Or if it's like this next month or we're just two short, shy months away from the next year. Yeah. Uh, it could be something you begin to work on of like what you envision for your next year. Right now we're in birthday month. So that's kind of our little mm-hmm. coming home sun, uh, sun return, solar return. Yeah. So what do we, I've been starting my Pinterest board actually recently of like what I envision for myself this next year. So that's a really beautiful Fun one that you can like do over time. You don't even have to like do in a day, but take some time to really think about what you want. Uh, You know, it can really help boost you up and help you actually start working towards the things that you really want instead of feeling stuck in in the daily routine. Um, The next one that felt is dance. My favorite thing ever. Such a way (laughs) to release any emotion really joy yeah. fear sadness um movement in the body is grief. truly so fucking powerful um put on your favorite song move your body even if Ooh. you just fucking shake that is so good for your nervous system. Make a playlist. <laughs> I am the playlist queen. I literally, my husband threw me a surprise party and I showed up and I said, I have the perfect playlist for this. <laughs> and then I fucking twerked the rest of the night. You should make a waking up the wish playlist for people okay. that they can connect into. Taylor really is so, like, this is kind of your magic power. One Fuck of your magic yeah. powers. Fuck and yeah. we'll make it public. I uh, told my coworker, I was like, I even have a playlist for my own funeral. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> I'm like, if the vibe is off, I'm coming back for you. <laughs> I fucking love that. So dance it out, shake it out. Even if you're in your car, you're singing, you're dancing, wherever you feel called to and safe just get after it I love to dance in big crowds because I love the energy Mm -hmm. and the sweaty bodies and like (laughs) just the whole fucking vibe but dance just dance you deserve it yes it's literally one of the most powerful ways to move energy through your body no matter what you're feeling uh I did some courses with Mama Gina we'll definitely talk more about her read Pussy a Reclamation it's literally one of the most powerful books that I've ever read but in my courses with her we did we we started every fucking thing with a dance break and we ended every call with a dance break Love. and then did several dance breaks in between to like work through our emotions or whatever we were embodying whether we felt sexy whether we felt sad whether we felt angry she had music behind it and we all just intuitively felt into ourselves and released that energy Holy Especially fuck. for your divine feminine or whatever feminine side of yourself you need to release. I this is for myself. Yeah, <laughs> this is for you men too. Just like feel yourself and your body and just let whatever awkward fucking movements flail off of you. No one's let watching. it be. Let it happen. It's okay. It's safe and like you just gotta get it out. The next card is my favorite thing to do, by the way. And it's perfect for our weather right now and the time of year we're in. This card is just rest. Just fucking take a nap. Just put on your favorite show. Just sleep in a little bit when you can. Like, 
Rest is one of the most powerful healing tools. And I I can't not rest. Yeah. Rest is really, really important. Again, we're in this like hustle go world and we need to take time to slow down and like rest doesn't always mean sleeping. It it means just slowing down. It's really hard it's, to do that. It's actually. so, so and hard to do that. I'm the kind of person that will like call it resting, but I'm still lounging and working mm-hmm. from my phone or I'm just like doing and doing and mm-hmm. I, or dissociating and distracting mm-hmm. instead of like, deeply deeply resting yeah put so your like, phone in the other room for a little put bit your phone so in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> and turn it on and no i'm just kidding <laughs> that's such like fucking hansel and gretel witch <laughs> but truly but like rest rest your mind yeah like because i think uh, in today's world if our phones are near we're we're picking them up to like scroll and do whatever and like I'm that's so just bad not productive. I'm too. I think most of us are. Mm-hmm. And it's not a productive restful place because you're still engaging your brain and you're you're comparing yourself or whatever that goes on when you're scrolling or disassociating. Like we need to put our phones in the other room where we don't have that distraction and truly just like fucking be present in doing nothing i'm adding something else to the list okay eat snacks <laughs> oh yes allow yourself to rest just and eat snacks get like, your favorite foods but also nourish your body yeah. and whatever it needs don't fucking starve yourself to look mm-hmm. a certain way you know what your body needs if don't you're craving think, something, there's a reason why you're craving it. Don't think of foods as good or bad. Yes. Think of them as nourishment. Thank your foods for nourishing your body when yeah. you eat them and making you feel whole and happy. Mm. But take your little snacky snack. I love that. Thank you so much for fucking being with us so far. If you've been listening or if you're new or wherever you are. We're just so happy to be doing this. Do your self-care homework. Listen, I'm your mom and this is your homework. (laughs) I'm your auntie. And you better take a nap and you better eat some snacks and take a dance and make your little vision board because we know you got goals and dreams because you're here and you're a witch. Yes. All of what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Say as you say. We're so grateful to connect with you. Please follow us on Instagram yep. and TikTok at Waking Up the Witch. And send f- us all your emails. Please send us your emails. That was so fun Waking today. Up the witch at gmail.com. <laughs> gmail.com. <laughs> it was so fun reading our little ghosty stories today, and we would so 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 love to do more of that on our little wind down witchy wind down wednesdays the storytelling podcast send us your mo fucking stories yeah we that was so special and wonderful thank you to tanya and tracy and joey for sending us your stories that we shared on this podcast today drink some water thanks for listening and we love you (laughs) 